So we're talking about, what are we talking about? Well, first of all, how about I introduce a guest, a surprise guest, a surprise even to me, because they were supposed to be in school today, but they're not feeling great. So they're home. And since their mother is actually at another child's school doing a book fair, I get the privilege of babysitting. And since I'm babysitting, and I thought of doing a podcast, you know, today was the recording day. I thought, why not bring in this person, this very special person, to do the podcast with me? So, without further ado, I seem to be saying that a lot lately in my podcast. I should probably come up with a different slogan. But here is my daughter, Sienna. Hi, and yeah, you should definitely come up with a different slogan. Thanks. Okay, it's like a slogan or a, a segue, basically. But yes, I should probably come up with something a little bit different. Welcome to the show. Yay! I just asked him to do a podcast. He didn't even plan for this. At the last second, he came up with something random. Well, no, not random. Uh, I was going to switch it around, what I was going to do, because I, I had already had like all this research done, and, and I did some stuff you know, since last week uh, in preparation. Oh. But since you're home, I thought uh, I could probably add you into it. We were gonna, I was going to change it up, um, but then it seemed like a, a waste of you know, work, and I think you can, you can keep up with the topic. Okay. All right? So, is there, before we get started, you have anything that you want to talk about, or have you been working on anything creatively? Yes. What? Uh, just recently, I have been, I actually, yesterday, I have been getting back into sewing a little bit, mm. and I made a giant koala head. Really? And it was funny. And I'm thinking of sometime soon, maybe making an apron from a llama for one of Papa's clothes. That oh, really? We found. It could be an apron right now, but it needs like a bow or some straps to keep that ribbon in. Are you going to draw out a little design? Yeah. That's nice. Yes. Well, good. You just recently got into sewing. For those of you out there that don't know her, she just recently did it. I think it's been about a year now. You've been playing around with the idea of sewing. Yeah. And you do little little figurines right now. And what else have you made? I some doll clothes too. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. So I had a, all this, this whole thing planned. And now on a separate podcast that I did with, or a separate episode I did with uh, Michael Dips, our our cousin Michael. Yeah. Who we have another show with now. Just started yesterday. For real. For Please reals. watch that. <laughs> Listen to it. It's going to be funny. He is hilarious. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a great guy. And we did an episode for this podcast uh, called Reboots and Remakes. I think it was a two part show. And 
we were basically talking about uh, you know should you do it why should you do it and we went over different uh different things and then i saw recently an article and it, it caught my eye and i was like oh this is this is kind of perfect and i kind of wish it, it came back came out back then but uh i'm gonna read it to you and see what you think okay mm-hmm. and it, but it goes along with that and, and i'm not trying to redo that that episode uh, we're taking more of a Michael and I talked about Disney for a second, and he had mentioned that for a newer generation, they might not, uh, you know, see the 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 older cartoons and older movies of Disney. But the thing is, with Disney Plus, you do have access to it, and you do get to to hear those things. So you get to relive it with us, basically. So we kind of get into this this fine line of you know, well, we have access to all the old stuff. So can you do that? But then there's also, well, does the old stuff still hold up for your generation? Like one movie in particular that we, we've we seen um, off the top of my head is the, the Robin Hood movie with Little John and Little John's a bear and Robin Hood is a, a fox, yes. right? Yeah. Do you like that movie? Yeah, I do. Would you like to see that remade? Yeah, I kind of would. And why is that? I mean... It's just like they, I think they could have added a teeny bit more detail into the characters. Okay. And that maybe they could add a teeny bit more of a brighter personality for the little kids. And the, like the, the rabbits and turtle and stuff? Yeah. Those guys? Okay, well, I guess so. I mean, they were, they seemed kind of cheery for the most part when, when Robin Hood was around and with Maid Marian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, d- well, I mean, we'll get into more detail about that after I read this. But so I saw this this title. It said Disney to scrap all remakes beginning May first, citing newly discovered clause in Walt's final directives. So what that's saying is, beginning in May, no more remakes, no more like they did Beauty and the Beast, they did Mulan, they did Aladdin as live action films. They don't want they don't want to do those anymore. No more. So Robin Hood wouldn't be coming back as a live action which it has in other forms, but not for kids. And it wouldn't be remade as a cartoon with maybe analogies and, and, and things that you're aware of now from... <laughs> just give me a look. Like, kind of like DuckTales. Like we had DuckTales when I grew up, when I was growing up as a child, and they have just recently redone it as a cartoon for your generation. And it has, you know, up, more up-to-date jokes and, and things, and, and it has a lot of humor. It's actually really good, but we'll talk about that later because I wanted to bring that up. But they don't want to do that anymore. So here's from the, the article. It's a dream come true for many Disney fans, as Walt Disney Studios has announced it, will scrap all Disney remakes effective May 1st. For the last few years, while they've been doing all these movies and all these remakes, people have been livid. You know, there, there's some that are like, oh, yay, we get to, you know, relive it in a way but then they kind of butcher it in in some circumstances like uh, a lot of people didn't like the beauty and beast the live action one did you see that one or did you just saw the cartoon i just saw the cartoon and did you like the cartoon yeah yeah it was really good i i think that's your mom's favorite disney cartoon is beauty and the beast and when they came out with the live action remake, it was a very disappointing thing for her. <laughs> and apparently a lot of other people. Um, I, I think that's, I, I'm getting off topic, not off topic, but I'm kind of going on rabbit trails. I think if you put something on Broadway, it's a little different. Because it's not, I, it's not redoing the, the whole thing. 
Like I saw Beauty and the Beast twice on Broadway, Your Mommy Too, and it was fantastic. It was really good. And but that was bringing kids in and and grown-ups and parents who had probably seen it when they were children with now bringing it into live in front of them with their children to relive it with them. And I think that's different than sitting people in a theater and remaking something and auto-tuning it to the level of, well, it just sounds mechanical. When you're on Broadway, it's live and these people have amazing voices and they're trained in these arts and it just comes out amazingly well. And you get to see all the the, the pieces moving, all the people dancing around and stuff, right? Yes. <laughs> I talked for 15 minutes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But, okay, so let me read this. I, I'll, I'll get I'll get back onto it, okay? So this is the article, all right? I'm just going to read it. It's not very long. Okay. Okay, um, I'll skip over some stuff. It but better not be. It's not. <laughs> all right, you have plenty of time to talk, don't worry. Okay, so the old adage is true. Every plant needs water to live, but water it too much and it will surely die. Too much of a wonderful wonderful thing can be disastrous, such is the case with Disney remakes. Many Disney fans feel that Disney's original projects are some of the studio's best work, and they don't see the need for a take two. Some fans who don't mind the remake simply isn't necessary, right? So all those those classics, Cinderella and Snow White and all those, those uh, original cartoons that were hand-drawn years ago, just leave them alone, right? You know, no reason to remake them yeah. is what a lot of people are saying. Uh, I'm going to skip this, skip that. Okay. Walt Disney Pictures has remade in no particular order Alice in Wonderland, The Lion King, Jungle Book, Winnie the Pooh, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, thanks to the mousekeeping staff, quote unquote, at the Walt Disney Company offices in Burbank, California, the company has announced the end of all Disney remakes effective May 1st, like I said before. Two members of the mousekeeping team responsible for keeping offices at Disney sparkling and magical came across a file folder on the desk where former CEO Bob Iger sat during the last years of his time at the House of Mouse. So apparently this guy's desk was just never touched and Bob Iger's been gone for a while. It kind of seems hard to believe, right? Yes. Okay, because you would think this is like, the I'm assuming this is the office where Walt Disney sat and... Now, Bob Iger sat there, and the new guy, you'd think that he would just move into that office, but apparently not. So the folder caught the eye of the custodial custodial duo, so it's two janitors, maintenance people, as it shimmered and sparkled, much like the iridescence seen at Walt Disney World as part of the park's 50th anniversary celebration. So they're saying that this folder shimmered and sparkled in a room that's been untouched since apparently Bob Iger left. That seems kind of far-fetched. But... The custodians quickly took the file folder to a supervisor who turned it over to management at Disney. Ultimately, the file folder made its way to the desk of now CEO Bob Chapek, who says he was surprised by its contents. Quote, the folder was so brilliant I had to shield my eyes, Chapek says. (laughs) (laughs) Is that metaphorical? I'm hoping so. Okay. And what he found inside rendered him speechless for several moments. The file folder contained an addendum to Walt Disney's final directives, the, ti- the document title read, Sequels, Disney Remakes, and Revisits. 
though it reads more like a letter to future purveyors of the Disney company. All right. The addendum was specifically related to the subject of the remaking of Walt's animated features, and the message was clear. Don't do it. It reads, quote, Animation is a thing of wonder, Walt writes. It speaks to the child in all of us, whether we are four or 64. I've put my heart, my soul, and a few times my life savings into these brilliant features. They cannot be made over. They cannot be revisited. They encapsulate a season of innocence, of childhood simplicity, of joy unspeakable not found in other venues. He goes on. Creating is, by definition, making something from nothing. To remake a film, to take what was, and even to grow it from there, is not creativity, as what is being made is not from nothing. My hope is that the Disney name, the Disney brand, and all that the name means to the children and to the child in all of us, will forever remain as it is now, a hallmark of innocence, of imagination, of wonder. As I've said before, by nature, I'm an experimenter, and to this day, I don't believe in sequels. I can't follow popular cycles. I have to move on to new things. So, with the success of Mickey, I have always been determined to diversify. Now, we didn't talk about sequels before. We were just talking about remakes. It's like all the sequels that they've been doing for like Marvel and for all these different movies and for Star Wars and stuff. He didn't want any of that. But at the time, he didn't own Marvel and he didn't own Star Wars. So we, we can put that aside. Yeah. Long after this Disney is gone, the Walter Elias version, it is my sincerest hope and dream and request that sequels and remakes of classics be the stuff of others, the stuff of competitors, but that they never become the stuff of Disney. For it is at that point of remaking and taking from another's creativity and imaginative prowess that we will know the true creativity like Walter Elias Disney has ceased to be. And that will be a sad day indeed. And as always, let us never forget one thing, that it all began with a mouse and his name is Mickey. So he was saying in this letter that he would rather see these things be remade by other people, by competing forces like DreamWorks even though DreamWorks wasn't around back then, and Warner Brothers and, and stuff like, and studios like that, because they would never be able to, to get to the level that he was at, basically, in, in his imagination and to that, that level of quality, right? He's like, ah, oh, just leave it to them. We don't need to do that. We don't need to prove anything, basically, is what he's trying to say in that letter. Crazy, right? Yeah. Now, it goes on more. He doesn't go on, but the, the rest of the thing goes on. And then Chapek the now CEO, says, quote, revenue shmevenue, because this is not quotes. Basically, like, the only reason to really do another, a, a remake of a Disney movie is for a cash grab. They know that it'll make money. They know that people will go and see it, right? But he's like, nah, forget it. This is Disney's final wish. So we have, to, quote, we have too many streams of revenue as it is. Too many re- revenue streams. Right? They have all these streaming services. They have all these theme parks. And no matter what, we will honor the legacy and the wishes of Mr. Disney. That's what he said. So it's interesting, right? That they found this letter, that Disney knew that this might be a thing in the future, that, you know, remakes and sequels and reboots could happen. Which and he's like, smart because it did. Which is smart because it did. But then he's like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. I don't, I don't want to see that. Now, of course, when he passes away, he won't see it anyway, but it's part of the, the contract. His last will and testament 
has this addendum to it, right? Yeah. Now, for all of you out there, this article is on DisneyDining.com. Uh, the author of it, Becky Burkett, and it came out April 1st, 2022. Last week. Oh, okay. On April 1st. Oh my goodness. What is April 1st? April Fool's Day? That's right. This was all a hoax. Seriously? Yep. A very clever hoax, by the way, from this writer, because the the wording that she put together for Disney was actually quite quite brilliant. And at first, until I got to the part where <laughs> the folder was sparkly and, and uh, shining and then the eyes, you know, burned his eyes from brilliance. Um, I was like, oh, this is interesting because I, I think I wanted I wanted it to be true. <laughs> like, I don't want them to do these remakes anymore. But unfortunately, it's just an April Fool's joke. Dang it. Yeah, I know. But it's okay. I don't care. <laughs> but okay. So the reason I wanted to talk about this and I wasn't going to do this until I read this article, is because even though it's a joke, it's something that's talked about right now. And they make some really good points in the little letter from Disney. Does it ever even say that was an April Fool's joke? And No, it's implied. It's because, well, first of all, revenue schmevenue is not, is not a <laughs> quote that a CEO of Disney would actually make. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, they end it with, uh, Chapek says the new directive will not affect remakes that are 51% completed at this time. This includes a controversial Snow White, Pinocchio, uh, starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I don't even know if that's a thing, but he vowed that live action remakes and sequels would be a business in which Disney no longer deals. We're looking at you, aristocrats. And then it ends, uh, happy April Fool's Day. That's how I knew. <laughs> uh, anyway, so going back to it though, and I, I think that the writer obviously is is poking fun at the the whole idea and the controversy between you know re- making a remake and, and just leaving something alone. I doubt that entire thing wouldn't have been touched. I know, right? The the desk of Walt Disney after Bob Iger left never would have been touched, and Bob Iger. Never would have looked at this envelope that was glowing on his desk, right? Yeah, his folder, like this giant thing that quote quote <laughs> burst in his she eyes from quotes. brilliantness yeah. or something. Right. I wanted to look at this little thing that the the writer put together, saying that it was Disney creating is by definition making something from nothing. To remake a film, to take what it was, blah, 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 is not creativity. So now Disney did, for the most part, take, I mean, it's all his imagination. Like he created something from nothing, right? Yeah. So that is like an original idea. However, we live in a world and in this world, we're influenced by things around us. And we're like, you wrote a bunch of little books about fairies. Right? But why did you write the books about fairies? Because I lost one book from my collection and of it made me mad. Fairy books, right? Yes. And when you were growing up and even now, what was one of your favorite series of movies? Oh, uh, the Tinkerfell movies. Exactly. You were influenced by something you really liked, right? Just yeah. like you could even well, I'm okay, my book. 
I'm influenced by other writers. They, everyone is influenced by something, whether they know it or not, or realize it or not. You know, they you can say all you want that it's no, it's an original idea and whatnot, but there's parts of everything that is influenced by something else, right? Yes. It doesn't seem like there's anything that's purely original. That isn't the same as what they're saying here. What they're saying here is that taking something that's already been done and redoing it, whether live action or doing another animated version of it, is not the same as being influenced by something. So you can be influenced by by things and create from that influence. But to take something that's already been done and then redo it almost verbatim, you know, um, word by word, piece by piece, isn't the same thing. Disney has the rights to do whatever they want with the material that they have. As far as we know, there's nothing in any clause that says that Disney didn't want any of this to happen. There was like a rumor that went around that he said that every 10 years, everything should be remade. Like we should revisit everything. That hasn't happened. No? No. No. It hasn't been like, because what, Cinderella, Robin Hood, those are in the 50s, maybe earlier. And they didn't come out with one in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and today. You know, what, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. (laughs) So obviously, I don't think that was actually true. And it wasn't like a law that he put in place for Disney. But I do think that Disney has the right to do these things, right? But should they? Probably not. And really, the only reason to do it is for money. Because you can't say that, well, I'm just doing something for a new generation. I want this new generation to, to experience this. They can. Like I said before, you have access now to all of the catalog of Disney movies. Old and new. Old and new, right? And unfortunately, some of the remakes, which it's fine. You know, but should it be done? Like, shouldn't we be coming up with new things? Yes, we should. There are new Disney movies out there, but what gets me mad is usually the remakes. Yeah. They mess up the story, the original right. story. They, like, in the Beauty and the Beast, I bet they did have, like, this weird romantic dinner where the pots were singing and dancing. In the live so, action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the fun parts about the other one is you had all these uh, appliances and all these different things within the the mansion magically coming to life and, and being able to dance and stuff. And then putting that into a live action film doesn't uh, correlate. No. The same way, at least. They couldn't do that. They would have to make something. But it would just be weird. It would ruin the entire purpose. The entire purpose was for Beauty to marry the Beast so that the pots and pans and other things that are magical could be freed from the curse. That's right. And they couldn't add that, probably, in the proper way. I would see why that would get Bobby mad. (laughs) She watched it one night, I'm pretty sure, and she was, like, red in the face. <laughs> she and wasn't asked, red in the face. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't red in the face. She's but it, she was upset because, you know, the auto-tune and stuff. And the original score had, you know, they didn't have auto-tune. Nope. And they had beautiful voices, and it was a lot of fun. And there's a certain magic that comes from seeing a hand-drawn cartoon. It's just, it doesn't happen anymore. And to have that taken away in this kind of form is kind of, uh, I don't know. And for the purpose of, the, really, the sole purpose is just to make money. And it's, it's not because you want to take a classic and, and make it, 
you know, special and, and even better than it was before because that, that it just can't happen in something like that. So anyway, <laughs> don't get angry for, for mom and all the other people out there. I wish that was true. Wish I what mean, was true? The article? Oh, I know. I know. It's like, disappointing. <laughs> we have like a ton of great remakes like DuckTales. They made them have personalities. But we have really bad remakes too for like the live action Cinderella. Yeah. That's stuck. Yeah. Well, okay. So the live action Cinderella was actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That did stink. I was thinking of uh, the other one. The one. Maleficent. You didn't see that one. Oh. I thought that was okay because it took. It. It was it wasn't a remake. It was taking a the different side of the story of what's the matter? I just remembered one of those terrible movies that were that were remakes of all of them. Descendants. Oh. Black. I didn't see that. They're supposed to be remakes. Descendants literally from all the greatest princesses and like movies yeah. from all time. It's a show about kids with a past. That's it. It's a dumb show about teenagers. <laughs> well, that's something. I mean, that is a little bit different. I mean, they they basically, that'd be more like a pop culture movie where they, they take something that was popular and they don't remake it, but they actually uh, interpret it differently. Where, where Not interpret differently. It's like they create a story. After, isn't it like they're the descendants of all these other characters? Like princesses and, and, and characters from Disney movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just, it's creating something new using characters from other things. Right. But it's all by the same company. It's, it's like a, uh, it's just, um, what, what's that called? A dub remake? <laughs> it's not a remake. It's a, uh, I can't think of the term, uh, fan fiction. It's a fan fiction. So you're taking something that's popular and, and all these characters and, and, and changing it and not changing it. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> it's that's kind of the influence thing, right? I'm I'm using hand gestures and she's mimicking me. <laughs> We're Italian, what do you want? Okay. So anyway, creating from nothing, but with influences from other things, is in my opinion. Better than remaking things that were created a while ago. <laughs> Stop it. I can't use hand gestures anymore. <laughs> it's just like you can't just put your hands down for like five minutes. You're just like, well, five minutes is a long time. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, fair point. I'm going to go ahead and, and keep my hands right here. Okay. I felt the gesture you just like, oh. So let's talk about the original DuckTales and the remake. Now, I'm not upset by this one because the original DuckTales that came out when I was a kid was very entertaining. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we tried to get you guys to, to watch it before the new one came out. And you were kind of interested, but it didn't really hold your attention that well, right? No, it didn't. So that's something that didn't hold up. Like that's different than, um, like the original Beauty and the Beast, or a Cinderella movie. Like those just have this magical feel to it, and it just they're they're fun, they're enjoyable. The original Ducktales was a series, you know, twenty minutes a piece. 
and maybe it just seemed a little slow, right? A little. Okay. It was just like slow and I couldn't understand it. They didn't have any personalities. It's different. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely different than what the new one that came out in 2017. And that you've watched all the way through a few times and you love it. She loves the, the her and her sister love this program. That one has voices that you've heard in other things like Sonic the Hedgehog. The guy that plays Sonic is Dewey, I think, in this one. Weird. I don't know. It has it has several comedians and and famous voices that they know now from other movies and TV shows in this one. And they took some of the the episodes and kind of redid them in a different way and but futurized it and and kind of went with topics that are more prevalent for them now, right? Yes. It gives you goosebumps. The other one was just too fictional looking to be yet any scary they actually both were they're, they're both fictional looking <laughs> the cartoons yes. about talking ducks but the other ones were realistic from where i come from no it, okay so a different animation yes okay so the older one was hand-drawn this one i'm pretty sure the characters were originally hand-drawn and then they like made it so they could be like animated Right, so everything now is done digitally. Yes. Basically, but yeah, I'm sure there's some concept art out there from when they were trying to pitch the show or the remake it to looks, the studios. It looks drawn, but it also looks new. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a cartoon. So, I mean, it, they all look like they're drawn, but they are, in fact, digital. <laughs> but the original is is hand-drawn. So, on, on, you you have things... Like back then, you had things that were more entertaining, I guess, for us than they would be for you right now. Yeah, and probably. I I think that this one they talk faster and they they purposely say things in terms that you know now that you find funny. Yeah. Yeah. So they they didn't have those terms back then necessarily, and whatever was in that show was was popular at the time for us and related to us differently than it relates to you now yes right so that is like one remake that i'm like this actually works and this makes sense and maybe there are remakes that can make sense you know maybe there was a movie that disney did that wasn't that great when it originally came out and then they're like let's revisit it and they don't have to necessarily make everything live action like why why take a cartoon as classic as some disney films and make it live action. Maybe it's because they want people to relate to them more. But like, also, these are you know fictional characters. You know, they're Disney princesses, and the lives that these people lead are insane. You know, Mulan has a talking dragon who's a spirit of <laughs> whatever. It's there's no talking dragon in real life. There's no talking dragon in the new version. I don't know. Is there? I actually didn't see it. I have to. <laughs> I didn't see that movie. I saw like half of it. No talking dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, that's annoying. Like, why not have... I mean, that's one of the fun parts of the movie, right? He's like the little character on the screen that makes everything make sense and stuff. Yeah. He's a little flair. And by taking them out, it got me mad. Right. Also, it's for grown-ups. Like, all the remakes are old... Are versions that are mainly for grown-ups not for young kids like me and my sister well they're they're geared towards you 
um, but they want to make it relevant for the parents, I guess, as well. And I don't know. I, I don't. I think it's. I don't think it's for either of us. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think any of these are for either of us. It really is just a money grab thing, and maybe. You know, unfortunately, some agendas that might they might want to push or something. Who knows? But it it's definitely I don't know, it's it's kind of like taking something that is such a a memorable thing to a child when they're growing up, like going to the theaters and getting popcorn and and sitting down and watching this magical thing unfold on screen, and then taking that, pushing people into a theater to do the same thing at costs that are unbelievably high <laughs> with popcorn that costs more than a movie ticket and all the fighting and all the arguing and then pushing this out, changing the storyline, auto-tuning the voices from songs that were created and people have been singing for decades and kind of just taking those those happy memories that you have and like tearing it up in front of you and then taking your money anyway. <laughs> so... That might be a little drastic, but I mean, that's a sentiment that I think a lot of people share. And then the kids, I have not met many kids that are like, I love these new movies. Yeah. Thumbs down from Sienna is what she just did. Double thumbs down. The movie, they make them live action, which means the bad characters look five times more scary, and they only do it halfway for changing the entire plot, the entire storyline from what was made long ago, which was very impressive at the time, to here, where it's barely impressive, they didn't finish it, and it isn't nice. Why can't they just make, you know, maybe add some more details? Like, maybe, like, just change around the outfits and stuff. Maybe, or make a sequel. Make a sequel of what life is like for the character. Why change the entire movie? Right. The sequel makes, yeah, I, I would be happier with a sequel than I would a remake. That's a good point. Like, why don't they just do Aladdin 2? You know, I they had, a, I think they had an Aladdin 2 movie. They have three. Yeah, okay. Those should not have been made. But no. even Disney's like, well, we messed up there. And they never went to theaters. It was like straight to video. But if they did like a live action rem- or um, sequel to some of these things, that's a little different. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to do a sequel to a, an animated movie. Do this- it like it was before. Hand draw it. Yeah, yeah. That's just- I mean you're just not gonna find that anymore, unfortunately. Unfortunately. You're not no one's no one's gonna be hand drawing. I mean, I don't even know if comic books are still hand drawn. They I think they might be. They're printed out, but I do know that Diana Simpson Yeah, but you can print ev- out anything. That's everything is hand drawn. What her- is? Everything. And what 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 Series? Phoebe and her unicorn. Okay. Right. And Ozzy and Millie. Everything is hand-drawn there. Yeah. Even some of the words she writes with her own hand. Right. I mean, Mo Willems does, like his, I think most children books, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I, I'm, I'm assuming that most children books are, uh, children's books are hand-drawn, you know? I mean, some could be digital. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with digital. It's just there's something, something to be said about seeing an entire movie and knowing that it was drawn by hand by a team of creators and artists. It's just, there's something about it. I mean, digital, there's some amazing things you can do with digital that you can't do with hand drawing. And that's, yeah, that's great. We live in a world that we're able to do that. And I, I believe in technology and I believe that it's still an art form. This entire 
entire life is your, you like, your entire job is well, my, based yeah, on computers. Right. right, but I'm 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 for creating. I believe that it's still, it's still can can I consider it a medium as well? You know, your mommy is is doing things in Photoshop. I think Photoshop and um, Adobe Suites in general. And then there's other things that they use for for games and things like that. We wouldn't have the games that we have now without digital being out there and being used and readily available. So that's not the point. It's just I believe that those that were drawn, the hand-drawn movies from our past, should stay where they are. People can still enjoy them now. Most of them still hold up. And then if you want to remake it, keep it animated. And I, you know, digital is the way to go right now. I'm sure there's artists out there that can do it and probably make it look better, but it's just not its not feasible because the amount of time it takes to do it that way is far, far more than it is to just do it on a computer. Like two years. I don't know. If you look at, I, I remember at one time, it took months to create one episode of The Simpsons because those were hand-drawn. They might still be hand-drawn. I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't see why they wouldn't take advantage of digital at this point. And it, I mean, I think we're just beating a dead horse. But so the amount of time, if you're taking that into factor, which, you know, time is money, especially in these these cases, it doesn't make sense to hand-draw everything when we have digital and digital can look like it's been hand-drawn. Honestly, they can do whatever they want with digital. It, it looks, It still looks great. And it can look great. Just don't do it to the old things. Yes. Right. Don't. All right. So I think we kind of hammered that, you know, home. I mean, what do, what do you guys think? Are we wrong about this? Should we remake everything? Should we just reboot stuff? You know, or do we go the route of if we want to make a sequel, then you can do it differently? What do you think? Go to nogreeneggs.com and go to the comment section. Let us know. Or go on to Instagram, Facebook, No Green Eggs Podcast. Uh, I'd love to know what you think. I, for the most part, as far as I'm concerned, like everyone has their own opinions. And I'm, I, I love the fact that we live in a, in a world, in a country where we can actually have different opinions and still be friends. But as far as I know, and I've heard from everybody that I know, these sequels should just not be done. Not sequels. These remakes should not have been done. And they kind of ruined. If you're from Disney and you're watching this episode or see, hearing. hearing this episode, please do not take offense about what, uh, by what we are saying. <laughs> we, so nice of you. I don't care. And by the way, if you can change it, try a sequel to one of the movies. Right. Make it look hand-drawn. Actually let people take their time on it. Make it good. Right. That's great. Great advice. Great great suggestion. (laughs) So, yes, you Disney executives that are listening to No Green Eggs right now, uh, just, uh, you know, take a nine-year-old's advice. She knows what she's talking about. (laughs) She's your demographic. She's the one you should be gearing this towards. Yeah, maybe listen to some child's opinions because they're your main (laughs) audience. Instead of the trolls online. Internet trolls. Okay. Well, anyway, create for the sake of creating. Be inspired. Create from inspiration. Don't copy. No more copying. No more copying. Okay. So that's it. 
That's all I, I wanted to talk about. I mean, I had some other articles and stuff I was going to read and go into, you know, remakes, sequels, and the death of originality. But I think I, I kind of got that. There is a quote I will read from Mark Twain. He once said, there's no such thing as an original idea. We simply take a lot of old ideas and put them into a sort of mental kaleidoscope. We give them a turn and they make new and curious combinations. That's what inspiration is all about. He's not saying plagiarize. He's not saying take my work, be inspired, create from inspiration, create from life experiences. <laughs> She's doing that. I'm not even doing hand gestures. She's like conducting orchestra. I'm doing it for him. I'm doing it for him. I'm doing it for him. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Sienna, thanks for being here. I'm going to let you go because you are going to have a coughing fit. I can see we've had to take a couple breaks because uh, she's just getting a cough. She just has a little cold. Actually, it's at the end of the cold now. But all right. Well, thank you for being on the show. People love when you're on the show. They're saying, really? Yep. <laughs> so until next time, um, by the way, check out For Reels podcast uh, with myself and Michael Dips or just Dips. Uh, that's also on anchor.fm it's on spotify it's on apple podcasts go to fourreelspodcast.com and uh yeah until next time see you not see you